This war represents a failure to listen. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force of the Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, the Star Wars Controversy Podcast, your one-stop shop for all controversies related to the Star Wars universe. I am your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, Ethan. And today we have two very special guests. We have Lewis and Joe from Hello There Podcast. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Honored to be here. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. So today we are going to bring them in. And before we get in, just to give you a heads up on, on our show today, we get to talk about Revenge of the Sith and all the yeah. wonderful controversies involving that movie. Uh, but before we do that, uh, as a as we do on on this show when we bring somebody on, Joe and Lewis, if you guys could give us just a a qu- quick brief rundown on your introduction to Star Wars and why you love it so. Why we love Star Wars? Well, I personally love Star Wars because I, I grew up with it as as a youngster back in the day. Um, watch watch watching uh, watch them on videos. I think Phantom Menace was like one of the first ones I watched on video back in the day. I sat was sat down by my parents to watch the rest of them. I just fell in love with it. Cause it's just like an escape, isn't it? It's just it's nothing else like it. It's just amazing. Yeah. I love the character story. I love the action. What's what's not to love? Yeah, I think for me as well. Like I, I kind of was kind of like forced to watch it as quite young. My dad kind of kind of brought me into the Star Wars universe. Didn't know, didn't have a Scooby Doo back then of exactly what was going on but all i saw was lightsabers i'm like okay that's quite cool space um, wizards so space wizards and that lot so that was quite cool um and yeah i just kind of fell in love with the whole star wars universe and and i just got addicted i got hooked and then i, I you know ever since then to now i'm a star wars fan i just can't get enough of it <laughs> awesome could you give us a little brief rundown on what your podcast is about yeah, we cover mainly Star Wars stuff. Um, obviously, we do a lot of theories. We, we're doing a series at the moment where we discuss like the mainline films in order. So we talk about yeah. the film in general, what we like, what we don't like, any like criticisms we might have, uh, maybe things we think they could have done better, perhaps, um, just things like that. But we also, do, um, we also do stuff that isn't necessarily Star Wars. So we talk about like right. um, Marvel shows at the moment we've been doing, and just Falcon. other films and news. Yeah, but yeah, it's primarily Star Wars. I'm reading a book as well at the moment. So we just love Star Wars. Okay, what book are you reading? Reading Star Wars: The High Republic Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. It's very good so far. Okay, it is really good. Analysis. Mm. Yeah, for sure. All right, excellent. This is where the fun begins. All right, so you guys came in and you actually had a controversy you wanted to talk about before. Oh, so... yes. Lewis, I'll let you start, buddy. Go on, Joe, take it away. Oh, mate, don't worry. I, I feel I let Lewis have this one. Take, t- take the mic, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got, we got, we got a few points, but one of the ones we, like, we think we want to talk about in regards to Avengers Sith is the stiff dialogue. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. With regards to the film, <laughs> um, the lines don't exactly flow the best. No, like <laughs> there's some awkward moments, especially on Hayden's part. Yes, I would actually very much agree with that. In the past, I had thought that uh, Hayden Christensen was probably his best in this version, in, yeah. and then I saw this again. I saw it. I we watched it on Friday, and I struggled massively with his <laughs> dialogue. And again, we've talked about it before with Tack the Clones. Of like, I don't necessarily think it's his acting per se. It's just he's yeah. not a great actor, and the dialogue is terrible. Yeah, he got handed he got handed a bad script, and just oh, for sure. yeah, 
but you're right. Uh, when I watched this as a kid, I thought it was you know the coolest thing ever, and there was dialogue was awesome. But as but when you grow up and watch it again, you start to see all the flaws. Yeah, yeah. When you <laughs> yep. when you watch it, when you're a bit older with like adult eyes, you're like oh, yep. I watch yeah. it out on that. Yeah, Some of no. the scenes are so cringy. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And in particular, you want to shout out. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think the the whole Mustafa, the whole Mustafa scene, I think. Yeah, really. The lines he delivers okay. there a bit jank. But it, like, especially yeah. when is it peace, freedom, and security to my new empire? No, I don't like that. <laughs> I hate it. I did not like that. It would, it would be cooler if it was like any other person saying it. I think in a different way <laughs> for the way he delivers that line, though. Okay, so you're you're saying more more or less it's it's the guy who's delivering the lines rather yeah. than the dialogue itself. Okay, I think the dialogue does play a part, but I think it's definitely the delivery. Okay, for me, yeah, yeah, you do kind of I do kind of get that vibe of like, all right, dude, you've been you know all powerful for half an hour, chill out a little bit. Yes, yeah, no, shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peace, freedom, security. Here he goes. Right. That's that. Yeah, that's one of my things that he seems to just kind of turn so fast. But I mean, yeah, for sure. Or just like he becomes, he becomes so dark and so committed and so fast. Yeah, this is one of the things we discussed on our podcast when we we, we did when we covered this episode. How he it's a yeah. complete flip. Like from from, yeah, Mace, it, from Mace, the whole Mace Windu scene, he's just completely gone. Yeah. No. Uh, so with that, I'm I'm actually dive in. I have a question for you guys. Do you? How do yeah. you feel? When does he turn? That's a that's a controversy that a lot of people have is Ooh. that there's some people that think that he turns when he cuts off Mace Windu's hand, and then there's other people who say he turns when at the very end of the film when he's finally like cut up and like put in the oh, suit. Yeah. And I personally yeah. think he's like if it's not at the Mace Windu scene, it's when he goes to the Jedi Temple. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh... Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. Actually, I think perhaps it's not the yeah. Mace Mace Windu part because afterwards he shows like genuine remorse for what he's done. Almost, he says, "Oh, what, what, you know, what have I done? You're fulfilling your debt." Um, yeah, and I, I think I think that's a good point. Actually, like the Jedi Temple, that's not like an off the cuff kind of thing to do, is it? Like he's marched there with his troops to kill the yeah. Jedi. Like, that's not a, that's a premeditated thing. It's not like a off the cuff, kind of spur of the moment, kill yeah. it with Mace Windu, kind of thing. So I think that's yeah, a, a good point. I hadn't thought about that. So I think that's the Jedi Temple is possibly, possibly the point. I, I don't, I don't think the end when he's all cut up and being put into suit. I think at that point he's far too gone. I think, I think like we, me and you were talking about uh, in our podcast moment we about how um, you know, the Republic Order and uh, just just the Jedi and how they promise like he's a chosen one, um, and I think like. There was like a lot of times where he, he kind of turned like you, you know he's going more towards leaning towards the dark side. But I think definitely uh, when the, the temple, I think that's definitely when he definitely turned. Or maybe when he even put a suit on because the anger of Obi Wan, you know, and especially with uh, Padme, that I think that's probably when he fully turned to the dark side. Fully turned. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For for me, it was yeah, it was that he it was the march on the temple, but then it was when he walks into that into the council chambers and all the younglings are right there, and you know they just this little guy. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? It's just here's the here's what he thinks is is uh, saving a savior. And then he just ignites that blade, and you and you get that shot of his face. And to me, it's just like, okay, that's uh, he's committing and murdering these younglings. Like, they're, they're that's pretty far gone to me. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And again, it was one of those things where I watched it, you know, as I got older, and the gravity of the, what he was actually doing really sunk in a lot more. And what that scene of him igniting that blade actually, it it just hit a lot different. Oh, Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? What are we going yeah. to do? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And then you just like see that look on his face, and then he does that little like step back when the blade ignites. Yeah. You're like, holy yeah, crap. Like, he jumps, doesn't he? Like, yeah, 
just yes. like, wow. I was just like, holy cow. All right. And uh, uh, to me, there's there's nothing there's nothing more dark than murdering a bunch of children. So to me, that's the yeah, point yeah. of turns. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Which yeah. again is just like, you know, I, 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 your, your wife is expecting and you still are just murdering children. Murdering kids. Too. Yeah. yeah uh, just I'll crazy. never understand what Padme saw in Anakin. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point, too. He's good men with children. He's hot. Yeah. Our podcast is actually going to dive deep into that. We're going to go into the Padme Anakin relationship. Good. Yep. Like, yeah, oh, good. Yes. like it's very problematic. That whole relationship's super problematic for me. Like, there's, there's, there's domestic issues for me in this movie in particular. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, be- it's messed up. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's rough for me. Yeah, it's certainly not great. And the whole Padme Anakin thing is definitely one for discussion. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that, though, I have a question. How do you guys feel about the fact that they didn't know that they were twins until the very end of the movie? Um, That's a controversy that I that I have that I find interesting. Oh, that not even Padme knew that like the doctors, nobody knew. They it literally just surprised her. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a bit strange, isn't it? For, for like how they done it, like that no, no one knew. I feel like it's quite strange. Of space technology. Yeah, with all the technology have, surely they're known to have twins. She's expecting twins. That's quite a big uh, plot hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's the force concealing the other the other baby. Oh <laughs> yes, no. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. When in doubt, just blame it on the force. Explain it away with the force. Yeah. The force yeah. yeah. Blame well, it on the force. How did how did Princess Leia survive being shot out of a the the oh no! Oh, Last Jedi. No. Blame it on the blame it on the Force. <laughs> just, oh, no. just we won't go down that that that. Oh, uh, no. that <laughs> anyway, Mary Poppins, y'all. Mary Poppins, y'all. But yeah, the the only I was just going to bring up the uh, when you still talking about the dialogue and stuff. Uh, you guys mentioned the the no from Darth Vader. That's also yeah. terrible. Um, there's uh, let's see. I don't know. To me, it was. You're right. That whole that whole Mustafar scene, it it, uh, from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The more, I think more about it, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, wooden wooden delivery, and it's just kind of like he's he's not really threatening at that point when no. he says some of the things he says. It's like, mm, just be quiet now. It's like yeah, yeah. Whatever. I think when he says it, he he takes it like the emotion out of that scene immediately. Yeah, he doesn't do it any favor. That I would actually put on uh, George Lucas because George yeah. Lucas is very, very, is very notorious for faster and more intense. Is telling yeah. all of his as he's direct all of his actors faster and more intense. But I think, um, I think as well the uh, the whole Darth Vader saying "ooh" at the end was completely unnecessary. Um, yeah, his character. I mean, I could kind of see why because he's still. You know, he's just transformed, but they even added it into um, into like the the original films. Yep. Yeah. They, they added it into yep when he throws Palpatine. Or, yeah. Yep. No, that was the most like egregious thing. I think it just you you, <laughs> you already knew that no one liked the no from Revenge of the Sith, and yet so you I added it another. You, you added another one. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. So we we talked we talked about this recently that that whole scene like, yeah. it, it completely takes away from it because you can see like but in behind Vader's mask almost that uh, he's he's making he's making the decision. Yes. Like, Why do yeah. I? I don't need. It. Yeah, I don't need verbal confirmation. Yeah. 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 You know, you've got enough cues from the way he's looking between the two, and yeah, you know, the whole situation. You don't need you don't need it spelled out to you. And 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 again, bringing it back to Revenge of the Sith when he's when he's destroying the the. Uh, medic chamber or whatever and just just the fact that he is destroying it is, is enough to understand his pain and yeah, maybe yeah, even if you right if you really wanted you know he maybe he could let out some sort of yell but it certainly didn't need to be no it's a proper like <laughs> super villain yeah right so i just oh gal it just yeah totally terrible <laughs> 
it's more than enough of it, like you say, destroying the stuff and like the, the whole like vibration of all the things that you can obviously tell you. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. He is dist- He do. He did that all with his mind. Just, yeah. You know that. Yeah. Again, I don't need verbal confirmation of his pain. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I, know d- how... I, I just watched it on, on unfold on screen. I, I get it. I don't know how stupid they think we are that we can't like make the link. Yeah. Right. Or you know. Uh, <laughs> George thinks his, 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 the viewers are very dumb. Yeah, he's, oh, they probably won't know he's angry if he's just chucking all this stuff around. So we'll have him say, no, <laughs> and then they'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate that scene. Right, and there's also, uh, they've added that no to like other to Star Wars video games and stuff too. Like I play uh, yeah. Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, and yeah. They, and, they, and when that Darth Vader character dies in that game, he yells no. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I never want to hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just got, so I don't know if you guys want to move on to another controversy, but I was going to bring up or the sort of the controversy surrounding Padme's death. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, good for that. So it just sort of said, you know, here's this, here's this, you know, strong female character that we've you know seen throughout these she movies. She is not. And, she is not. Okay. She has been totally fridged. Okay. She has I, been uh, totally fridged in this movie. That is another true. controversy. True. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me rephrase. Uh, 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 if you've seen if you've seen Star Wars: The Clone Wars, it sort of adds to her character development. But then to just have her, you know, lose the will to live, is just very. Uh, I don't know what what you'd call it, other than kind of lazy. Like we have to it get rid. Of, we have to get rid of this character. You know, How can we do it? exactly. Uh, she's lost the will to live, really. Yeah, and we can't make. Sh- we have to make sure she doesn't die before she gives birth. So, uh, yeah, I don't understand that as well because she says they say, "Oh, she's lost the will to live," but she says that this that um, some some good still remains in Anakin. So she clearly hasn't given up hope on him. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So why why has she died? Exactly. Plot armor. Yeah, <laughs> if she turned around and said, "Oh, he's too," you know, he that's it. He that's Anakin, it. Anakin, I knew is dead. Then I'd be like, oh, "Okay, fair enough." You know, she's, you know, but she's still got still got her kids to like live for. Still, you're right. If she had, if she did st- truly believe that he, you know, there was still good in him. I mean, I, I feel like you would just fight like just to to survive yeah. to bring him back. I don't know. I mean, I, she's just given up. I don't believe that for a second. Like, yeah, maybe, exactly. Lazy. I don't believe for a second. Yeah, she hasn't given up. <laughs> Lazy, couldn't be asked <laughs> to write a proper end to her. So just have her dive because she's sad and she's given up. Lazy. Yeah. So yeah. to be devil's advocate here, like I don't, I actually really don't like the theory I'm about to to put forward. But okay. there is a theory okay. that that Palpatine siphons her energy off and gives it to Darth Vader. Oh, I've heard this theory chucked around a few times as well, actually. Again, so the, th- the theory is that that's how, so she doesn't actually lose the will to live. It's that her force energy is being pulled away from her and given to Darth Vader. I mean, perhaps, like, perhaps Palpatine could have done it to put like more fuel on the fire, I suppose, in a yeah. way. To like really get Darth Vader riled up, but I don't, I don't believe it for a second. Again, I just it's think just that's... stuff away with the force. Yeah, or just like, I think that's that's such a powerful ability if that were you know actually capable of he's capable of doing that but you know i i think maybe it would be more believable if he had done that while they were like side by side or you know but the fact that he right exactly but the idea that he can do it you know across the galaxy is a little too (laughs) far-fetched he's a pretty powerful space wizard well yeah i mean but it's just like uh if you you want it to be you want the star wars to be somewhat believable and, and that just seems <laughs> too far-fetched yeah like i said i've heard that theory and i i, I can you can kind of explain it, i guess but i don't like it like i just yeah. feel lazy basically <laughs> right. I think it was <laughs> yeah exactly it's like well how do we get rid of this character well uh, she's just gonna die so should we, should we give her a good end no she's just sad she's just yeah, giving she's up even though she just said there's still mm-hmm. hope yep do you want to bring up uh, Alex, the controversy of her of her character itself. Then, 
Yeah. So how do you feel? How do you guys feel about her character in that? Like, again, back to our problematic elements of that relationship of literally, I don't know. Have have you guys seen the deleted scenes for this movie for for Revenge of the Sith? Uh, I'm not sure I have to be honest. Okay. So you, okay. So in the deleted scenes, all of the deleted scenes are about Padme trying to fight and uh, defeat uh, Palpatine. She's part of the the League of Three Thousand. Oh, okay. And and he cut and George cut all of her scenes, giving her any kind of agency of like I'm try I have to fight I have to fight this injustice. Right. These scenes show. They, they seem- show her trying to be like, this is not okay. And basically, it's the birth of the rebellion. Oh, and, right. and she cut yeah. it. And, and he cut it because he said it doesn't go with the flow of the, the movie. Right. I mean, in these scenes, like, there's Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, like, all yeah. of these, all of these re- uh, rebellion founders. Yeah. Well, the sounds fair. I would have liked them to keep it in because then it shows yeah. that she's actually bothering to do something because it almost seems like she's not really. Oh, she's the, like what the, the line she says, "Oh, this had liberty dies with thunderous applause." Like, and that's it. It doesn't seem like she's really doing anything. She perhaps yeah, does, no. does have a bit of power. No, so she, she I would, would, would like that. Actually. It sounds like they should have kept that in. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not yeah. a really. I'm not a huge Padme fan, to be honest. No, really. Yeah. It's How so? Princess Leia all day. She's just. She's just compared to compared to Leia. I think Leia's Leia's much 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 cooler. She's a bit stronger. I think like she's not afraid to get in there. And Padme, yeah, she does fight in the Coliseum, I guess. But she, I don't know. She just doesn't seem as strong a character to me as Leia. As in, like, as in developed, or just in like the character, like if she was a real person type of thing. Like, I think a bit of both. I think the develop. I don't really know too much about it, to be honest. And like, I yeah. think she's. Yeah, the actual characters. I just, no, I, just, I think Leia was a much better princess role. I, yeah, I'm not a Padme fan. I would agree with that. Mainly, like I'm, I'm a fan of Padme just because I've read more about her, and like they've, they've come out with some book series. Um, they have a new book series about her and stuff like that. My, my feeling on it is that like. George Lucas doesn't really know how to write women. And because it's the prequels, it was nobody was there to tell him like, hey, this doesn't work or you need to do this better. It was basically, he just writes his own thing. Yeah, it was like, yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a Padme fan. I'll take Princess Leia all day. Yeah. She's she's much more like boots on the ground, take command, get in there. Whereas Padme's, I just don't like her. I think she just seems seems weaker in a sense but again like you say that's that's on george leia's where it's at right well yeah and i think that you know leia gets leia gets that that credit more too just because she was yeah written better and had just kind of more yeah her dialogue was better oh yeah and she was just putting that putting that position to be more likable yeah padme for me is just kind of there just floating around somewhere (laughs) <laughs> I would agree, especially with especially because I think she has a stronger character role in Phantom Menace, but like after yeah. Phantom Menace, she she yeah. gets just pushed away. Yeah, yeah. Phantom Menace is much more involved in that, for, obviously. But yeah, in, in after after that, she's very much I think a side character. Like I say, she's just floating around. Yeah, she basically just be she just basically is you know then used to bring in. Luke, Luke and Leia into the world, and um, basically, yeah, uh, she's there to motivate Anakin's fall to the dark side, right? Oh, yeah, it's true. That's literally the only reason she's there. Yeah, yeah, literally just to just to keep yeah. things chugging along. Yeah, yep. she doesn't really play a role for me, and I could do without her. Take or leave her, to be honest. Yeah, we've talked about a little bit too about how you know the Jedi should have just saved his uh, Anakin's mother too. Saved her, put him on a yeah. put her on a, a remote planet somewhere, and just told him he was told Anakin she was safe, and then he wouldn't have any worries about her, and his fall to the dark side would have either not happened or or been much harder to accomplish by Palpatine. Yeah, for sure. I I think I I agree with that. I think like if they'd brought his 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 mum along, then yeah, it would have been a lot easier. Then he wouldn't have 
he wouldn't have started that descent to the dark side. Right. Lately, so, yeah, bad move on their part. <laughs> A lot of bad moves on their part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, do you want to talk about the Anakin got under seat on the Jedi Council? A whole point. What's that? Oh, the, oh the, the major plot thread. Yeah. Yeah, so I think there's a, a major plot thread uh, in the Wind of Sith is that Anakin is granted a seat of the Jedi Council, uh, but he's not given a rank of, of a master yet. And like Anakin's shocked and furious about this because, as we all know, how can he be both be on a council and not be given a rank of a master? What what what's your guys' thoughts on that? Oh, why they didn't make him a master? Yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about about that exactly. I'll take it. I'll let yeah. you think for a second. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a dumb plot thread because it is what a big piece. But like I, I did the math or whatever. Like the Clone Wars are three years. Yeah. Anakin is not a Jedi Master or Jedi Knight until like Attack of the Clones. He is not a Jedi Knight. He is still a Padawan. Right. Yeah. And. So, like, for him to be, like, flipping out that he's not a Jedi Master within three years of becoming a Jedi Knight, like, that to me just is, like, are you joking? Like, why would you ever think that you would get that? Like, there are Jedi Knights who go their entire lives without becoming a Master. And he's like, it's three years. How did I not get this? How dare you? Yeah. Right. Well, he's definitely definitely entitled sounding, you know, like for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean i would also say that that was that contributed to his fall to the dark side because it just makes him yeah seem... true yes it just I, I just have a quick question do we know that he is the chosen one do, i mean not, not that we know does he know do, does he know that he is supposed to bring this balance um, i would assume so because they talk yeah. about it all the time Okay, because I'm not sure. Because you know, in some scenes, in some scenes in the Clone Wars, it's like, it, it's uh, at least I get the vibe that he doesn't necessarily know that he's this giant. He has this giant task, <laughs> or this yeah. chosen thing. Yeah, I definitely think him being hyped up all the time to be the chosen one. Yeah, because well, uh, pretty was... much like when he's a kid, he was that promise winner, like, oh, you were the chosen ones kind of thing. But it doesn't make sense of like, and he's he, obviously like conflicted of like, because everyone's telling him he's a chosen one, but no one seems to like really trust him. And like, everyone's telling him, oh, you know, you're this and that. But inside of him, he definitely sees conflict. He's like mad and frustrated because yeah. they're not trusting him and giving the ability to do more, but they're saying that he's a chosen one. Yeah, it's almost like right. when he says, how can you be the council and not be a master? It's almost as if he feels like, I should be a master because I am the chosen one. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I was just, that's what I wanted to ask. Like, does he actually know that he's the chosen one? And if that, if he does, if that contributed to his feeling of entitlement of, of being a master? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. he feels entitled because he's always been told he's the chosen one. Um, but yeah, he almost gets like pushed aside, ignored. He's a, almost like a trophy in a, in a way. Yeah. Right. They've got the council not made, not made master, like he says. And it's kind of just like a trophy position, I think. Yeah. And again, another example of the cringy dialogue, you whining about how it's not fair and outrageous. You know, it's <laughs> how can you do this? This is outrageous. It's unfair. How can you be on the council and not be a master? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, she is. Toby One tries to shut him down. Yeah. It's a good point to make, though, because no one, no one his age has been on the council before. He should be on right. it. He's just like, oh, it's not good enough. I should be a master as well. It's like, stop. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's definitely cringe dialogue. Yeah, definitely. Another one too I uh, I have down is the fact that the 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 Jedi Council can sense this this dark side presence around the Chancellor, and the uh, fact that, that the fact that they know that I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. The dark side of the Force surrounds the Chancellor. You know I I I don't really understand how many red flags this Council needs in order to 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 take action here because yeah. I, 
that part always just made me very upset. You know, when it's like, okay, you guys are the all power, like the most powerful Jedi in the entire universe, and you have this sense, this presence of this aura around the Chancellor. I, 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 we should probably follow through with it. What's the deal? <laughs> why why do we need Anakin to follow the Chancellor around? And, and again, you send Anakin. It's like uh, uh, the most the most corruptible slash vulnerable guy. Like I mean, I get that the that the that the Chancellor trusts him and stuff, but it's like you set him up for you just set him right <laughs> on the right on the tee there. Yeah, yeah they, they they set him up. Um, yeah. I think as well, I just think about this actually, where you're saying that in Attack of the Clones, when Obi-Wan's being like held prisoner by, by, by Count Dooku, and he, he, Count Dooku basically tells him that there's someone behind it all yeah, yes. in, in, embedded. Does Obi-Wan ever tell the Jedi Council that? Or does he keep it to himself? He talks about it in the Clone Wars, like years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does he tell him? Like, yeah, Count Dooku could have been lying, obviously, but he probably should have brought it up. I couldn't tell you that's <laughs> You'd hope that he'd bring it up. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, Count Dooku told me there's probably some behind it all, like embedded in us. You know, I just want to let you know. Like, oh, okay, right. look into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe open up a file on, on that little issue. But it's like, geez. Do know? I just think, think that the Jedi overall are just too. They're, they're too arrogant, I think. Well, and naive that they, that they yeah. think that, you know, yeah, sure. that they. That they're the Jedi, so they're, they're going to be able to deal yeah, with whatever threat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we can handle it. You know, arrogant, naive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a major one. I've, I, I, was think, I was thinking about that just now, and I just like, did he ever tell anyone? I don't think he does. <laughs> uh, he, he, he voices his concerns later in the Clone Wars show. He's like, something about, something about how Pal- or Dooku said mentioned this on Musa or on Geonosis a long time ago. But yeah, nothing Next nothing. Ro- just bring it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly late in the game. <laughs> Could you not told us this after you came back? Yeah. Diving off of that, how do you guys feel about how easily Palpatine kills four Jedi Masters? Uh, or three of them actually. Yeah. That is that is sad times. Sad times for for my boy Kit. Nah, big uh, Kit Fisto fan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so cool, and it's just a shame. I'm with you. I'm with you. He he lasts the longest. If that if that matters. Yeah, he lasts longer <laughs> than everybody else. I I mean, he, he's a super powerful space fighter, I, I guess. But just like a little aside, I don't like how he does the screech and spin, as I call it. Yeah, awesome. I hate that. It does just like spin. I don't like that. Yeah, so there's tons of theory. There's tons of theories about that. About you know that that screech is him is him channeling all his dark energy and and blah blah the blah. Force screech. Yeah, yeah, the force screech to to. That's what that's what stuns all the of them. So that's right. how he. So in the, yeah. straight up, there's yeah that that he's he's using a dark side force screech and that stuns the other masters. That's why he destroys them so easily. I heard someone do that as well. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, your your bones would shake. <laughs> They're like what? Right. What's <laughs> Shaking with fear, yeah. So, I get these super powerful, but they, they, they. It's not like they were taken by surprise. Like that, they, they knew what they were there to do. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that they came fully prepared to like deal with this, with this, you know, threat. Yeah, and I think it's just oh, a total. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think it's just a missed opportunity too. You know, I definitely think that he could have taken on four of them. All at once, but you know what a missed opportunity to, to show off more of those force powers of you know of him like throwing one against the wall and then shocking one of them yeah. and or just to he could have shown off this guy at his full strength and instead he just sort of just yeah wipes him out with the with the mighty uh, dark side scream <laughs> the full screech yeah. of dark side power yes yes level ten dark side scream. <laughs> counter that a little bit i will say that like we did see christopher lee christopher like lee, yeah. he's he's old and so is uh palpatine or and and so like you have to have a stunt double and so you have to like again can't make it look they tried to keep the, with that scene it's all palpatine it's all him and it's but it's just like you can't 
have it be really cool because he is an old man and cannot do cool things. That, yeah, that's no, my what I'm saying. Right, but I mean, more than in that case, he should have used the force more. Just you know, yeah, I, 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 anything, anything cooler than screaming and stabbing the Jedi would have been would have been better. You know, if if he had if he had pushed Mace Windu down the hallway and then lifted the other three Jedi up and force choked them all, like anything, yeah. It was um, it was my understanding as well. Like looking to the law, I've read that I've read this ages ago that especially amongst the Sith, it's considered like if you're super if you're super powerful, it's considered like almost below you to use a lightsaber because you're you're just i guess is why he doesn't have one in the originals perhaps but um yeah like it's considered like you're, you're so powerful you're like you're, you're you're beyond that sword fighting right well it is it is technically canon that he does have at least one of his lightsabers under his robes oh he's in it in the in the original trilogy as, as he, has he got a license to conceal it that's right how do you know like how do you where does it say that where is um, that canon? It's just like, oh, well, in some of the in some of the books, like uh, Lords of the Sith and stuff. Palpatine, when he's the Emperor, has his lightsaber. It's in the books. Oh, okay. But you're right. Yes, he has all the necessary paperwork. <laughs> Concealed carry. That's right. It's his emperor. It's his, it's his empire. He could carry as much under there as he wanted. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna pull him over and and ask to see his license to carry? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what he's got hiding under that robe uh, that's right nobody has the authority to, to take it away from him. another point i'd like to bring up as well is the the use of cgi in revenge of the sith so yeah does everyone think it's yep. like of good good quality or good enough nope. or is there too much of it so i think well, i think really i think there's certainly like good parts and good cgi and bad cgi i mean general grievous alone is is some of the most the awesomest cgi i ever seen and maybe i maybe that's just i hold him in a special place in my heart but oh, grievous everyone yeah loves everyone loves grievous yeah it's like everybody everybody loves raymond but everyone loves grievous that's right um nope. alex yeah, is in the yeah. minority on that one too i'm always <laughs> in the minority yep <laughs> do you not like him i'm not a huge fan of him no i don't know what it is he's just cool Exactly. Like I think he <laughs> looks cool. Yes, I think his character is 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 not good. General Kenobi. General Kenobi. <laughs> I saw that. I saw Revenge of the Sith when I was you know twelve years old, and there's yeah. nothing cooler at that point that when you know there's four armed lightsaber guy coming at you. I mean, oh. yeah. And oh, when they oh, and when they brought him in when they brought him in to Battlefront two. Uh, uh, I, I, I never yeah. use anybody else. I <laughs> know, oh, so good. Yeah, I always found it interesting when he says he's been trained in the Jedi arts for Count Dooku. Did Dooku teach him to spin his lightsaber around like an umbrella? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. How, how do you how do you teach a guy who has that ability? Uh, <laughs> just the the fighting style. It's like, oh, I teach you how to do this. And Grievous like, no thanks. I'll just spin him around. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be able to get yeah. past it. Also, you'd think that he'd be virtually unbeatable if you know if you if you. If you catch a if you catch a Jedi's lightsaber in one of those you know locks, just use any other your <laughs> yeah any arms other to arms. stab. And if you have appendages, you've got going on exactly. Or you know, there's other scenes where he like grabs their whole face with his leg and like throws them across the room. Yeah, you know, I do like yeah. just like, yeah savage. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is that he's made to be so much more savage in in some of the older material rather than what he's portrayed in in Clone Wars. Yeah, I, I, I just think I just thought he's just like his, his fighting style is obviously very different. But he is yes. he's just gone gone a rampage, and he's just completely. There's no there's no like finesse to any fights. He's literally yeah just on a rampage, swinging those blades. Yeah, <laughs> it's a warlord. Yeah, yeah. I I love him. I love him too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I I think there's some good CGI and some bad CGI in this. What's an example of bad CGI then? I think, I think like, for me, it's probably on Mustafar, maybe with some of the like the droids and stuff that they that they jump mm. off. I think they don't look that great. They use those like, little platforms. I think they look a bit trash. Right. They look a bit cartoony. I think just me personally. I don't think they look that great. Um. Yeah, I just I just don't like the whole like effect they've got going on there. I just think it takes away from the scene for me personally. 
Right. I don't like. I don't like the bit when they use the droids to stand on anyway. I think it's kind of dumb. But that's just well. Me. Right. I get the, and it, I get that the that the that the the droids have heat shields down there. But it's like you'd think that these guys wouldn't be able to survive being that close to <laughs> so much lava. Getting dipped in lava. Yeah. You know, yeah, and know. Like, they're falling over lava waterfalls and and fighting on top of these platforms without any sort of protection. Yeah. I know you would you would think they would just be like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no, using I, the I, force, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain it away. That's right. Oh, when it's... You saying that those those droids are Jedi? Or are they being affected by Bayana Kenobi? Let's go with I think the droids are Jedi. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Official That's mystery cool. solved. He's lost the will to live. Yeah. <laughs> No, so now that we're on Mustafar, how do you guys feel about that lightsaber duel? Oh, Generally, like the lightsaber fun. duel in Revenge of the Sith. I I personally love it, especially the yeah. part like towards the beginning when they go through like their their little corridor with the doors, and their lightsabers like hitting all the walls. It's great. I love that part. That's my favorite. Scene, so that scene. Such good. Right, I think I think that beginning part, yeah, is 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 great. And then once they make it out onto like the actual lava fields, it starts to get a little long. Like yeah, they, and some of the some of the shenanigans they get into, like swinging from the, from the ropes or the wires. And <laughs> yeah, stuff. Like, okay. exactly. Yeah. And a little a little ridiculous. Yeah, I I'd much of like, yeah the the part of the fight inside and like when they yeah. try and like, force push each other, but they like cancel each other out. I, that's that's a good bit. Oh yeah. I love that part. Do you, do you like this scene, Joan? I do. Yeah. I, um, I don't like, like you said, not all of it. Like, I think if they had some, like some scenes outside, but the, like you said, the way they dragged it out, I think it was a little bit too long. Um, like I said, especially the inside part, that was awesome. And especially the fact these two characters are quite similar and how they are both trained. And I think like, yeah, I love that part. Yeah, because obviously Obi Wan's trained Anakin, and you, you can you can see that a lot in the way they fight yeah. each other. Right, but Anakin see... uses Anakin uses a different fighting style than Obi Wan. His is more yeah, offense. Yeah. His is more offensive, and Obi Wan's is is defensive based. Right, and that was after um, that was after Darth Maul, wasn't it? He took that up. Is that a, am I right? Obi Wan adopted the Sorosu defensive. Uh, yeah, after Darth Maul. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I think that the fighting style reflects Anakin as well because he's very, he's very offensive. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll just say that. Yeah, that, that's a good fit. You underestimate my power. Yeah, again, like sort of that cringy, cringy-ish dialogue. It's over, Anakin. I have, I have to hide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I. I've seen I've seen like loads of memes and stuff like high ground memes. I love it. I love the memes. Well, and that too. It's like uh, who, who, who thought making this film would just give birth to just endless memes? You know, oh, when they wrote, it. when they wrote, when they wrote the line "Hello there," you know, who, who could have predicted it would become one of the most like just cheesy slash slash joked about lines in all of Star hello. Wars? <laughs> you look at plenty of Star Wars memes, and "Hello there" is like number one. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like General it's not like Kenobi. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, like it's just two words, but yet it's become so synonymous with memes and and jokes. It's like, I mean, the 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 words were there before Re- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, oh, it says true. it in in oh, A New Hope. But of course, I know it. It's me. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's actually quite a nice little uh, little link because I like that. They bring they bring the the hello there. They, they have the. Should we think of Revenge of Sith as like a uh, hello there origin story? <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. where he, that's where he got it from. I like that. Let's go there. How did you guys feel about Count Dooku's death? Did you think? Because if you're Anakin, I mean, to me it, it seemed like you know he didn't. I don't know. He did not certainly have to kill Count Dooku, and if he had only waited like a second more or something, you know, Count Dooku looked like he was about to just, you know, tell him, Spilled "Hey me. man, yeah, hey man, <laughs> this is yeah, this is the guy." 
Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. It's a shame because I, I feel so in the the main films anyway. Count Duke is kind of underutilized a bit, which is a shame. For sure, wasted development. Yeah, he's got such a cool character. Yeah, he's got you know a, he's kind of like Boba Fett where he's got minimal screen time. Yeah, but yeah. yet is is this it's a really cool character. Yeah, but I mean, there's obviously lots of stuff about. Him. I mean, he's been in the Clone Wars and stuff, but it's just like in the mainline films, I just feel like he wasn't used nearly enough. Oh yeah. Especially in the three, <laughs> it's only for like five yeah. minutes. Um, well, again, yeah. it was like, right? Again, it was you know, it, it was in episode three. It's like, oh crap, we have Count Dooku, we got to get rid of him yeah, so Anakin can, can turn to the dark side. So it's like, all right, we got to get rid of him fast. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't so. like that that scene. Like when he looks at Anakin, and like, and he looks at the Emperor even. Yeah, as if he's like been. Why doesn't crazy. he spill the beans? Yeah, exactly. It's like here's this chance. He just said kill him. It's like do it. Now, now that's when you yell like he's the he's the Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me. Yeah, don't kill me. Like, hey, and you probably think I'm lying, but I'm not. I mean, again, if I wanted to brought up earlier, to keep it to himself, right? If he had just planted that seed in that seed right. in uh, Anakin or anybody else's mind, he would have thought, hmm. Oh. They should have looked into it. Come on. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just feel like Kanduku wasn't used enough, and he's such a cool character. And he's Christopher Lee. Like Christopher Lee is a pretty good actor. Yes. And it's it's a shame he wasn't. And he plays that role so well. Kanduku, he plays him so, so well. He really does play the, the role of like a guy who thinks he's better than everyone else. I love it. And it's such a shame. No, and, and in that scene there, that is the worst, I think, CGI of the entire film, where Obi-Wan gets pushed, and then the the whole oh like level falls on his legs and crushes them and then pushes him forward and how, he still has legs yeah yep. how, how how does that not crush everyone's legs out of interest? that's a great question it should <laughs> I always thought the that. way it's it's yeah nope yeah it's bad cgi it's terrible. yeah you're right because you're exactly right because when you watch it you're like how his legs should be mush <laughs> yeah <'cause laughs> he's like right off his legs and he's fine like I don't, I always thought, well, that that would like these days literally crush his legs with that. Yeah. So I again, saw that scene. I thought, oh my god, like right. You know, he's you just crushed Obi Wan's legs. Yeah, you just crippled Obi Wan. But again, another point. Yeah, it's like okay, here's Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi and gets knocked out immediately. <laughs> I know, and it's. But then again, you know they have to they have to have it so it's just Anakin having a one on one. Yes, but he can kill him. If Obi Wan was around, then you know, right, exactly. But you know, you just preached about this time we'll do it together, and it's like, all right. I mean, you started off that way, but yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel about the Wookies? This is my last one. Wookies, like the Wookies, because I watched it this time and I realized there is no stakes in the Wookie battle. Like. Literally, it's just there because George wanted to have them in Return of the Jedi and couldn't. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that the stakes are they can't lose Kashyyyk, but... Why, though? They don't explain why. <laughs> oh, because, you know, the Wookiees are a, a, a vital part to the Republic community. Why? Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're hiring... <laughs> they don't ex That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no stakes. Yeah, they're highly intelligent and they're, you know... Don't think about it. <laughs> that's, a, that's the vibe they watch it. Don't think about it. Just enjoy the explosions. I, I think it was literally, like you say, just a way to get the Wookiees in. And and to have Chewbacca pop up. Sure. I think that's it. It's cool, though. I like the, I like the whole battle scene on Kashyyyk. Maybe that's what it was as well. Yeah, and I, I liked that introduction of that, uh, you know, here's a, here's a cool new planet that we haven't seen before and and it's like all these wookies in action like i i thought that was really cool to add that's one of my complaints about about some of the newer uh star wars movies is that we seem to always have to go back to tatooine you know and it's like you know show us show us new planets you know show us... sand again it's like you know when if we're, just a quick uh trip to the mandalorian when they go to that ice planet i don't know if you guys have seen the new season yeah. But it's like you took us to another ice planet. Like, I, I go somewhere else. Like, have them, <laughs> yeah, have them be attacked by a bunch of jungle spiders, or you know, like, <laughs> I don't need another ice planet. 
I, I like the whole Hulkasheet thing. Um, yeah, true. I don't know why they... What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? That's another meme. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why they have to def- defend it. But I think, yeah, like you say, it's just to get the Wookiees in. Just have another battle scene. Just have Chewie. Right, and get Yoda. They gotta get they gotta get Yoda out of for Coruscant. Yeah, Yoda has to be doing something at the time, so might as well use the Wookiees. Because good relations to the Wookiees he has. That's so, right. Yeah, but apart from that, I have no idea why. I don't know. I I, I like it. I like seeing all I like seeing all, all um all the Wookiees vehicles. Like I like their little flying things, yeah. wings. Or yeah, yeah, it's quite cool. Even if they don't really make sense physics wise, but <laughs> no, I don't. What are they? They're yeah. just like wings on like. <laughs> Fly. Yeah. They're not flying canoes, aren't they? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just cool to see see different oh, stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, just do we have, do we have any other anything else? Yeah, that, those are all mine. Oh, I think we're good. Um, yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on the show, guys. Yeah, it was thanks good. for having us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So Star Wars chat. So yes, go find them on Hello That Podcast. <laughs> Where can they find you guys? They can find us on. We are on Spotify. We're on. Well, we on Joe we're on Apple, Apple, Amazon, uh, we're on pretty much everything. Google, yeah, pretty much. Podbean. Anywhere where you can stream uh, your podcast, anywhere. Yeah, just type um, us in, and we'll probably pop up. Well, unless unless you see a face of hello there, you know, hello there. face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, we're always doing always doing Star Wars stuff like you say. We got our little book read through going on at the moment. Yeah, uh, we're still doing the mainline films. The next one will be Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, we discuss like Marvel Marvel stuff as well, and other other stuff, not just Star Wars. Like to give it a bit of variety. So yeah, find us wherever you get your podcast. Really, you guys got Thumbs a Twitter nicely. page or email or anything that you want to plug? Yeah, we got do do our our Twitter, Twitter page. page. Don't tell about the Twitter page, Joe. We post on that all the time. So yeah, guys, if you want to check out the in the link in down below, uh, just click that and you can go straight to Twitter. We post uh, various stuff on there. Sometimes memes, and sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. information, <laughs> news. Um, sometimes we do get a bit wild on there. So yeah, give us a check out and for all the latest information on our shows and what we're coming up very so soon. Check that out. And um, yeah, stay up all up to date on the latest Hello There podcast show. Awesome. So we're... Look, really looking forward to having you guys back on because, as we know yeah, now, definitely. you guys are not a fan of Last Jedi, and so I need you Ooh. guys on here to, to tell me how wrong I am of how it, <laughs> how terrible it is. Huh, that won't be a short not... podcast, will it? Hey. No. <laughs> so uh, we are going to uh, say goodbye, and uh, we're going to sign off with everybody and just say, "Have a happy, happy landing." Never, Never tell us the odds. odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Will you guys shut up? Okay? Yeah, make sure everybody goes and checks out Who Shot First podcast. Uh, where can they find you guys? Uh, no, we're Hello said, There podcast. Yeah, you said ours. <laughs> check yours out as well. Hey, not, no, not just. That's my bad. That'll go in our blooper reel. <laughs>